0: Sometimes your online faves have so many things going on for them. They are writing books, they have podcasts, they are piloting TV shows, and they have products launching left and right. And you start to wonder, when I come out, I've seen them do it, I could do it too. But quite frankly, you got to focus on your superpower first. So when you think about launching your business and you're trying to figure out what should my niche be. Start with your strengths, lean into your superpower, because once you have that at the forefront, people start to talk about the things that you are able to do well. That starts to build momentum for your company. That starts to build a following for your company because word of mouth spreads faster than any wildfire or ad campaign that you can put out there. Hi, Offscripters. It's your host, Sewa Ajay Pele, and welcome to episode 76 of the She's Offscript podcast. This is a show where we hear and learn from women who've created unique blueprints for success. My hope is that you'll hear their stories and translate their gems into a unique path for yourself. For today's episode, we're continuing on our Back to Business Basics series. Our focus today is on how you can hone in on a niche for your business. As a reminder, episodes in this Back to Business Basics series are recorded during Instagram live sessions. Going forward, I'll be sharing these on Tuesdays while our regular interview episodes will continue to be released on Thursdays. Before we hear the rest of today's episode, I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes. This will help to spread the word about our podcast so amazing stories of hardworking entrepreneurs like yourselves can continue to inspire women looking to launch their own off-script journeys. With that, let's go off-script with this week's installation of the Back to Business Basics series. We often hear phrases like you got a niche down to blow up or that the riches are in the niches. There's really some sense to that, that you need to focus and hone in on specifically what your focus for your business needs to be in order for you to grow. I have three points I wanna cover today about how you can go about finding a niche for your business. This Back to Business Basics series that we're on right now is just a way for to make sure that as a community we're growing strong together this morning I had a very interesting conversation with a business owner that I've had on my podcast before um, and her business is doing very well but she's very passionate about bringing along her community so she had a conversation um, in the beauty space that isn't quite related to her niche but because she's learned so much about marketing and branding she was willingly sharing that information with her audience who tends to be made up of other Business owners who are also looking um, to grow their own brands and so just in that same vein I'm a lot about giving back and seeing how we can come together as a community so with that being said our topic for today is how to find a niche for your business I know a lot of times when you first start out the temptation is to say that you're for everyone that you have such a great product that anybody can benefit from it but quite frankly I like to think that starting out so broad is a sign of fear and it's a sign of a lack of confidence in yourself because your thought is, I'm going to throw out a large net and I'm sure to catch something. But the reality is the opposite is true. If people come across your business and they're really not sure what it is that you do, they're not sure if your product is for them, they're not going to take action because you're so vague about what it is that you provide. And in an age where people are still learning to trust business owners online, you have to be clear about what it is that you do. And the more clear and precise you can be about who the end customer is, the easier it is for someone to come across your website, your Instagram page, whatever it is, and say, she's for me. This is my tribe. This is my person. If I need XYZ service, this is the individual I need to go to. That is why it's so important to niche down. Additionally, you don't want to waste your resources because if you're running in a million different directions, trying to please everybody, trying to spend marketing dollars, To figure out who you're going to target with your ads for example you're gonna find that your ads are not going to be as efficient as 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 they could be you need to know who you are targeting if you have a clear idea who you're targeting then you can use that to scale so the same applies to your business if you don't know who you are targeting as a business owner it's gonna be very difficult for you to scale so that's a good place to start now the first thing you need to focus on when you're finding a niche for your business is to know what your superpower is. If your superpower is to speak in public, lean into that superpower. I know a lot of us are multi-passionate entrepreneurs where when you come online, you're passionate about so many things. You get that shiny ball syndrome, right? You want to jump on everything and develop everything at the same time. But It's really important that you focus on the one thing that you are good at right off the bat. And once you master that, once you have a following built around that, then you move on to the next thing. And I know sometimes your online faves have so many things going on for them. They are writing books, they have podcasts, they are piloting TV shows and they have products launching left and right. And you start to wonder, when I come out, I've seen them do it, I could do it too. But quite frankly you got to focus on your superpower first. So when you think about launching your business and you're trying to figure out what should my niche be, start with your strengths, lean into your superpower, because once you have that at the forefront, people start to talk about the things that you are able to do well, right? that starts to build momentum for your company that starts to build a following for your company because word of mouth probably spreads faster than any wildfire or ad campaign that you can put out there so you want to make sure that you lean into your superpower first I know a lot of people that I follow um, start in that way. They don't start with what we think is um, the end state that we meet them doing. They start, quite frankly, earlier on where we don't see that they focused on just that one superpower. So that's why I just I wanna harp on this point. I think it's extremely important that you are focused and you're centered as an entrepreneur and focused on that. Just that one thing. Okay, so I've hammered that point in. So number two, in order to find a niche for your business, you have to figure out who you want to serve. By that I mean, this goes back to my earlier disclaimer, is you have to picture who your ideal customer is. You have to picture who you imagine hyping you up. You have to picture who you imagine is gonna be retweeting and resharing your posts. Who's that woman? Who's that man that you picture working with? Once you have that in mind, you wanna to start to lean into them and help them and think about them as your primary ideal customer. When you're a product-based company, it's very easy to figure out, these are the people who buy my products. I think it might be a little bit more difficult when you're a service-based business. And I like to say, think about who's going to be on the other side of your phone calls as a service provider. Think about who you're going to have those huddle sessions with. Would you be comfortable serving that individual? Think about when things get tough, because I think we always think about when times are good, when things are okay. Think about when you as a product business owner have a difficult conversation with a customer, a customer service issue. Who do you want to picture yourself across that chat box from? You need to have that end customer in mind as you build a niche around your business. So that's a good way to start when you're thinking, who do I want to serve? As a business owner and then even before that what is my superpower and what is that superpower that I'm going to lean into in order to serve those people as I build a niche around my business you may find that you're most comfortable starting with a niche demographic that looks like you or that you're most familiar with because you already know how to speak their language. You already know what key phrases are going to get them to act on the things that you put out there. As you are figuring out your niche you want to keep in mind who that end customer is because you're going to have to be able to speak their language as you decide who you're going to serve. So if you're unclear or unsure about how to decide on a niche, perhaps you start with the group of people that you know. You start with serving those people and see how that feels and then you can build from there. And then I would say the final thing to focus on is fill in the gap. And by that, I mean a lot of people want to come up with something exciting and brand new. And there are services out there that are exciting and brand new that we have not seen before or products that we have not seen before. But for the most part, a lot of people just refine existing products. So you want to make sure that you look and fill in the gap where other larger companies are not really pleasing their customer base. I'll give you a couple examples. If you've heard of Bevel, Bevel provides shaving solutions for men, black men specifically, because for ages, years and decades, when black men would shave, the razors on the market would leave shaving bumps. And as a result, they dreaded shaving and they just lived with the reality that they would have bumps along their, you know, their jawline and chins until Bevel entered the market. And I know the founder was told no so many times. They were told that the market was already saturated. The Gillettes of the world were already there providing shaving solutions for men. Why would you enter that market? But he was very clear on who his target market is. Sure, the population of black men isn't the 300 plus million people that we have in the US. It isn't, but it's enough to build a strong business off of that base of black men. So that's who Bevel targeted and today they've been purchased by Procter and Gamble. They've been able to build a great company and have a strong following from black men who said, "Yes, he finally sees us. The big boys didn't see us before but Bevel entered the market and they were able to create something just for us." So that's one. Another example is the lip bar. Uh, Melissa Butler has the lip bar, which provides vegan lipsticks. They have colors that look great on women of color. Yes, they could look good on everyone, but that is their target demographic as women of color. And she loves to share how Shark Tank, for example, rejected them because there are so many large cosmetic brands out there, and Mr. Wonderful said, you know, they would get squashed like the cockroaches they are. But lo and behold, six plus years later, the company's still around and they're still thriving because they were able to zone in on one demographic that could really benefit from their products. So when you think about niching down, whatever your idea is, whether you have an idea or you're trying to refine the current company that you've launched, think about how you can fill in the gap. I love to do market research. So maybe you control the comments of your competitors and see what kind of complaints are they getting from their customers? What are they saying they wish those companies would do or incorporate into their offering? And oftentimes, if it's a small minority of people requesting whatever the the brand is, is being requested to add, they may not act on it because it's just not worth it to them. But that slice of the pie might be large enough for you to create a substantial company on so think about that I think that's a great way to start figuring out a niche for yourself is based on the needs that are unmet in the market by large competitors. Oftentimes, people have some sort of a scarcity mindset because they feel as though there isn't enough out there to go around. There's more than enough to go around. If you have a great product that specifically is a pain pillar rather than a vitamin, um, painkiller as in it really solves a problem and kills the pain that the customer is facing, especially if you have a product that is a pain pillar, there's room enough for you in the market. You can find and capture market share. It's just going to be very important that you're specific about your niche so that people know exactly what it is that you do when you enter the market. So those are the three points that we have for today. In order for you to niche down, you want to make sure that you're filling in the gap, which is the last thing that I said. You want to make sure that you know who it is that you serve, and you wanna make sure that you lean into your superpower as a business owner. And that really will ensure that you're able to figure out and carve out a niche for your company. If you remember nothing else from our conversation today, I hope you remember that you cannot be for everybody. If not everyone is gonna love everything that you do. That's just not the way we're hardwired as human beings. We all have different likes, dislikes, wants, and needs. By virtue of that trait of human beings, as a business owner, you can't enter the market and think I'm gonna be for everyone. You have to niche down. And today I've shared a little bit about why it is important that you niche down. Hopefully this helps you think about how to niche down your businesses as you're launching them, as you're looking to grow and scale them. Um, So with that, happy Thursday to everyone. And then we'll see you right back here where we're going to continue the same series where we're going back to business basics. So hopefully you found that helpful. Take a screenshot of this. Share it with your people on Instagram stories. I'll reshare as well. Um, I'd love to get a bigger audience as we continue to have this series. Hopefully we find a way to share this with more people so that more people get value from it. All right with that, we'll see you next week. Bye. Hi, Offscripters. I'm so glad you made it to the end of this episode. If you enjoy listening to our show, please pay it forward by sharing us with your network. Between episodes, you can find me on Instagram. Our handle is at She's Offscript, or you can catch up on past episodes at She'sOffscript.com. See you on the next one.